played me, played me <laughs> like a song. So there you go. You did that so much better. I, I love you, Parker Stevenson, but Casey just did a little bit. A bit better well, singer. I don't have. I certainly don't have the abs to go with it. He's got some great hair and great abs too. Yeah, good abs. Yeah, those were good abs. Yeah, good abs. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the clubhouse. I'm Beth, and I'm Kirsten, and this is the Made for TV Movie Club podcast. Hello to our listeners in New York, Hi, New and York, Illinois. Hi, Illinois. Uh, they're gaining on California and Texas. Oh, California, Ooh, Texas. You got to step it up, Texas. We also want to give a shout out to our Instagram friends, Marcus.Martian and Kate Breck, all one word. One word. Um, they've given us some great movie ideas that we're going they to have. work into 2022. Yay! Yes, yes. Once we're done with our holiday themed movies and um, and they come to streaming. Yeah. So. And, and one of them, I'll just give a little hint. One of them is a... Movie about STDs starring Cloris Leachman. I cannot wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I love it. I love it. I know I'm going to love that movie no matter what. Absolutely. I want to give us another shout out to John over at Movie Lovers Unite. Yeah, I did a live review. You know this case. I do. On his YouTube channel for a short film called Punch Drunk for the Holly Shorts Film Festival. Yes. We're hoping it gets an Oscar nomination. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to to that review and to the other reviews I've done with him. So if anybody wants to watch, if anybody wants to see what I look like, go, go watch it. Yep. Go watch any of them. There is one, I think it was Ferris Bueller's day off where Indy made a very loud, um, appearance. Appearance. Yes. He barked a lot and I was, and it was live. So I couldn't just like run upstairs and no, no. So tonight's movie case yes. has our other favorite Hardy Boy. Yay. This House Possessed starring Parker Stevenson. Oh. Oh. Oh, Blue Eyes himself. I'm sorry, Sean, but Parker does win the hair. Um, in the eyes. I mean, uh, Sean wins the singing. Uh, Sean wins the singing. I don't know. I, what can I say? I always had a thing for blue-eyed guys. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got, he's got good hair. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the wiki page, see, this movie is old enough that TV Tango doesn't even have a description. It shows it in the schedule, but it doesn't have a description. Oh, my gosh. Following a nervous breakdown, a recuperating rock star and his young nurse discover their new house is haunted. In 1993, Elvira, remember Elvira? I I know I love her, too. She hosted a Halloween shuckathon, and this was one of the movies they played during. I think it was like a 24-hour shuckathon, so 12 movies. This was one of them. Fantastic. Yeah. I... Did you... We talked about this. You hadn't seen this one before, and neither had I. Correct. Yeah. But I'm glad we watched it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm going to say that... For a TV horror movie from 1980 or 81 or whatever yeah. it was, not, not terrible. Not terrible. Not terrible. No. Parker Stevenson, who plays Gary Strayhorn, is a actually a Princeton graduate. Oh, yeah. He's probably best known for his role as Frank Hardy, but he might also be best known for being having been married to Kirstie Alley of Cheers fame. Mm-hmm. He was also in the pilot and the first season of Baywatch, which yeah. I think might be the only season of Baywatch I watched. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it over the years. I've seen it. And uh, Tim's convinced that I 
lovingly watched it every single Saturday afternoon or whenever Jim, the you're wrong. Was on. Wrong. I did you're not. Wrong. But I, can I tell you the time I met David Charvet and Pamela Anderson? Yeah, you can. Do you? Did you know that? No. So this is so stupid. Um, and yet we're going to listen to it and yes, laugh about it. Yes. Because this was, I think this was either very, very early on in Baywatch or pre-Baywatch. Like they were in Baywatch, but I'm not even sure if the, it came out yet. Kelly. Hi, hi, Kelly. My okay. old roommate. And Shannon yeah. wanted to go. I don't know whose idea it was, but there was the Batmobile was at the car show. <laughs> Shannon. I don't know why. Somebody wanted to go see the Batmobile at the car show. <laughs> so we went to see the Batmobile at the car show. I had never been to a car show before and possibly since. I don't know if I have any words <laughs> for that. I don't know. People do that, right? There's a reason you haven't told me the story. <laughs> well, it was very underwhelming to see the Batmobile at the <laughs> car sure. show. However, there were some very lovely looking people sitting up on a podium giving out their autograph. Okay. So we got in line. I had no idea who either of them were. Okay. No idea. They're very beautiful. Yeah. Pamela sure. Anderson was yes, very beautiful. Absolutely. Um, David Charvet, not not terrible to look at either. Mm -hmm. So we got their autograph, and I think it was was either at the apartment when Shannon and Kelly. I think it was when Shannon and Kelly lived together. Okay. She one of them put the picture of David Charvet up in the shower. Like, you know, in the bathroom. Yeah. And then the steam from the shower, like, ruined it eventually. <laughs> so anyway, that's, um, that was a terrible story. I forgot all about that till right this second. N terrible as far as that well, you did it or? That, I mean, it just wasn't a good story. But no, I thought also... it was a really good story. because <laughs> a weird day. You went to see the Batmobile. Can you see me in my nope. combat boots? Nope. nope. And my Prairie fucking dress. floral dress and yep. my hat. Yep. Mm -hmm. There I am dressed like Blossom at the at the, the auto show. show do mm -hmm. they but i think i think david hasselhoff and knight rider did that little circuit which well i can see that they watch would have been there i don't i'm just i have no I, words i'm also going to say something very controversial right now so hold your hats and i hope we don't lose listeners michael keaton was the best batman ever and i will fight you to the end okay i'm gonna right. say that mm -hmm. i'm gonna hold sturdy with that all right i wish michael keaton would have been there yeah then i would understand why you would have gone Mm -hmm. I would still go to a car show and wait in line for five hours to meet Michael Keaton. Okay. Michael Keaton, if you listen to this, go to a car show. Yeah. I, I've never written him a letter though. Yeah. Not, Sean. Yeah. Sean. 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 Lise. Okay. So also he. <laughs> Back up. So Parker <laughs> Stevenson is our murder. She wrote connection. He was in an episode in 1985. Do you. Did you remember that episode? I don't. No. You'll I, have to no. watch it in your next round about. Yeah. He's still acting today with a role on Greenhouse Academy, which I think might be a kid's show. I, have no I think he idea. played one of the, you know, parents or something in that. Okay. Lisa Eilbacher plays Sheila Moore. For those with a very keen eye, you didn't know this. You didn't remember this case. She played Callie on seven episodes of the Hardy Boys Nancy Drew Mysteries. Toward the end of the movie, I could see that. I'm yeah. gonna say. Yep. She played so it would have been the first season, probably. I don't know if she was in the second season. Okay. Um, so she played Fenton Hardy's assistant, who was obviously, obviously the the dad. Yes. And she was kind of Frank's boyfriend. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Well, yes, girlfriend. She's um also 
probably best known for her role as Jenny Summers in Beverly Hills Cop. So for those of you who love that, I love that movie. Right. But you have to like, she was, she's blonde in Beverly Hills Cop and she's a brunette in this. So that's what threw me for a moment. But then I was like, cause I just pictured blonde. But the whole time I was watching this, the first time I watched it, I kept going, where do I know her from? And I knew she played Callie. Uh So I had to look it up on IMDb and I'm like, oh, that's right. As soon as I saw that, I recognized that it was her. Okay. That's a great movie. I love that movie i know she and when they play it on with commercials it's just not as good when they have to cut out all of eddie murphy's good lines yeah yeah um she also was in officer and gentleman i haven't seen that movie in so long i don't remember her at all in it i i hardly remember that movie except the final scene yeah me too you're right i don't really remember it that much Joan Bennett plays the rag lady. Yes. She has 97 credits on her IMDb and began her career in 1916. Cool. During the silent film era. I love that. And she does not look like she was that old. No. Her face is just gorgeous. Yeah. She looks like they made her to look old with those thick glasses and that scarf. I mean, I really wish I could see her, her skin. When they just did a close-up of her face. Dewy it's, it's, and yes. wonderful. Yeah, I mean, she looked so beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely. This was one of her final films. She passed away in 1990, so she passed away about 10 years after she made this one. Okay. She was emanated. Em- she was emanated for a NAMI. Yes, she was. And also nominated <laughs> for an Emmy. Yeah, that's yes. amazing. And she won two photo play awards. I don't know what those are. Never heard of it. Was we should just make our own awards. Yeah. We should win. We should. We could be in all of them. We could do like the potty awards. We could not P- T. Yes. Potty. Yes. P O D D Y. Get it? Yeah. Because it's a podcast. And we'll be like the. We'll do like the best comedy duo. Yes. Best overall podcast coolest people apparently you could just have any kind of award whatever kind you want and she was given a star on the hollywood walk of fame in 1960 whoa yeah that's kind of exciting yeah that is that's very cool i think i think i'd like to do a little more research on her career because when i looked at she's done a a lot lot. yes a lot all right beth here we go the movie opens buckle up (laughs) the movie opens at a gated home there is spooky music. Um, a young couple jumps the gate and tries to enter the home, which is locked down. So in horror movie trope fashion, they decide to make out on the lawn. <laughs> if it were rated R, Seems we would have like seen some place. TNA. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, just randomly in the middle of the yard. Yeah, like, just like, not off to a corner yeah. or anything like that. No, nope. they don't mm-hmm. even try and hide. No. There's nobody around. There's nobody around. Yeah. Um, a camera pans over to them and you can see a monitor with them on. So yeah. you actually see the pan- like the little camera like in the, on the house and mm-hmm. the little red light starts blinking and then it goes like a little robot a little robot yep uh, we should probably say though case that um i i forgot to mention this that i found this house on realtor.com yes and it's even more magnificent today than it, it was back then yep. it sold for 20 million dollars last year and it's stunning. Whoever whoever had $20 million to buy it, I could not be more jealous of this house. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Amazing. Beautiful. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. So back to the couple making out in the random middle of the lawn. So the camera pans over and then we see a monitor with them on it. Um, a hose moves itself toward the couple like a little snake on the lawn. <laughs> and then it sprays them and they run off. All right. So spooky music plays again. Now it is night at the house. The camera 
pans down the front porch and points yeah. inside. I don't so, know if that's the right word I used because it's it's like it's like almost a entryway, but it's hallway, but it's yeah, house. it's got a pergola, it's, it's but a, it's very I mean, huge entry. Hey, it's, yeah, it's not even it's a, like twenty it, feet. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah. So um, so we see that the furniture is covered mm -hmm. um with like white sheets, um, a slow rock song called Believing in You is playing. And um, so we sort of like follow the camera through the house and then we get to an old fashioned television. And on the screen, um, they show Gary Stray Strayhorn, who is Parker Stevenson's character, singing. So then we cut to him actually singing live in the audience. So we've got like the camera shot of him singing and now we're actually there. Yeah, and it kind of does this sing. throughout the movie. It goes back and forth between this TV and then another, yes. the monitor. So sometimes you're seeing it through that and sometimes you're actually seeing what's really happening. And it it's kind of confusing to try and explain that every right. single time. Because the amazing happens. thing that you have to understand is that this house is capable of viewing everything that it wants to. Spoiler alert. I'm, no, I'm kidding because it's called This House yeah. Possessed. From, <laughs> from like anywhere to yes. anywhere if yes. it wants to see it. Okay. Yes. So now Gary is in front of an audience. It's kind of bizarre because it's like as if he's in the middle of the gymnasium. Yeah. Like on, because he's like, they're like in a circle around him. Yeah. And it doesn't look like a bar because it's like hardwood floors. No, but it's not, it's not an, it's not an auditorium and it's not like a theater. <coughs> There's no actual thing. It's super weird because he's a rock star. Right. But, but he's like got like a stool. There. Yeah. He's got like a stool and the old fashioned microphone. Oh, Lordy, ladies, get your fans out. The Ooh, boy is on. His shirt's unbuttoned. His down. shirt is unbuttoned all the way to his waist. His his um very sculpted abs are visible. Um, and it doesn't. It honestly, it's like one of the few times that I'm not like button that shirt back up. Right. I'm usually. And, and he, but and something that also normally annoys me is when the rock stars do this, where they're like. Hold the microphone at all kinds of angles higher than yeah, them. Yes. You know, and he was doing that, but I wasn't bothered by it. No, I wasn't. No. What I was bothered by was that the audience was like around him in a circle, like well, chanting. Yeah. Like, I, well, I mean, it was a strange, it was strange because there's, there, the audience was quite small, but he's a big rock star. Right. And everybody in the audience, I think were women. Yeah. I don't think there with, were any men. With really bad late seventies, early eighties yes. disco hair. Okay. True. So, um, with their combs in their back pocket. The, yep. At mm -hmm. the ready. Yeah, at the ready. You never know when you might meet Gary. It's true. So the scene um, cuts to him actually singing in that audience. Everyone claps. He makes a joke. They clap like this. They're like, yay. It's a very low energy audience. Yes. <laughs> and then he makes a joke about them not blowing their smoke to the stage because his band likes to play straight. Yeah. So there's, I'm there's guessing no it's a joke about marijuana grass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the grass. That's right. We call any grass. We call any grass. But there's no actual band there either. The way that they <coughs> film it. No. No. There's no actual band. All you see is him and a yeah. stool and a microphone. So, yes. so then he. Um, Low budget. He sings a more upbeat song called Sensitive You're Not. Um, I think that was written by Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Oh my God. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm, I'm, here I'm done. Don't forget to tip your waitress. That's <laughs> it. I don't have to do anything else oh, today. You don't, yeah, oh. that was good. All right. So now a strange vibration <laughs> begins and it cuts between um, the TV in the house and Gary. All right. 
So all of a sudden he collapses on stage on the gym floor and they take him to the hospital. <laughs> Right. Put those bleachers back. We're done. (laughs) So now uh, cut to the hospital scene where his manager, who kind of looks like um, Andy Griffith, circa Matlock. Tom. Matlock. I I was thinking of the Colonel Elvis's. Oh, yeah. No, I think he looks like Matlock. He did have a Matlock. And the doc, so that's the manager. So now this doctor comes up to the manager and says, so what drugs does he take? (laughs) And the manager's like, he's straight. And the doctor said he's suffering from exhaustion and mental fatigue and recommends that he take a vacation and get rest. You see where this is leading, don't right. you? Yep. So in his hospital bed, Gary has a nightmare and wakes up sweating. Oh, Sheila Moore, the nurse, comes in, gives him water. He takes a tiny, tiny, itty bitty little sip. Then she asks about the dream. He um, jokingly says he died, went to hell and came back um, on the Lawrence Welk show she makes a joke about it being worse and they could have put him in charge of Donnie and Marie. I didn't, ha, ha, I didn't ha, really ha, get ha, that ha, joke. Ha. Like yeah. I could see if it was like, you came back as Donnie. Yeah. But she's like, they could have put you in charge of Donnie and Marie. Yeah. Also so what's weird. wrong with Donnie and Marie? Yeah. Sheila. I just don't even Sheila. know what to say about that because yeah. I want you to know that I, I taped that show every week and I don't mean videotape. I'm a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. Thanks to Donnie and Marie. We had our cassette player, the microphone. Do you remember it had that little plastic stand yep. and we, you could hear on our tapes. Shh, I'm recording. <laughs> okay. Oh, I had a whole oh mixtape of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now, Tanya, a friend of Gary's shows up at the hospital demanding to see him. Sheila and another nurse stop her from going into his room and she leaves. All right. So Tanya and her fabulous hair. Yes. Um, so Tanya is pretty damn fabulous. Tanya has the confidence of a rock star. I yeah. liked, I liked her even though I she, did. I she did. has to leave later. Yeah. So it's night back in the house. So now we're back in the house and the scene cuts back and forth from the TV in the house to Gary in the hospital. He's getting a massage from Sheila. So it's like, the house is watching his hospital. Thank room. you. There we go. That's right. So now Sheila, the nurse, is giving Gary a massage because you know how nurses take the time to do that. And he tells Sheila that um, Tanya. Tanya is his on and off um, girlfriend. And he flirts with Sheila and she goes to see the other patients. <laughs> so now cut to Sheila's house and her phone is ringing as she's walking in the door. We can't hear the other person but it's like it appears to be that it's her ex-boyfriend from yeah, the things that she's just saying. What she's saying because she's like, no, there's nothing to talk about. We've already talked it through. There's no point. Like she's not upset or anything like that. And um, spoiler alert: this doesn't lead to anything. So oh, and you know what it should have been like? It should have been like, fuck you, you piece of shit! You yeah. stole my thousand dollars. I want it back. Also, yeah. can you come and get your smelly shoes? Yeah, that's how that really works. Could have she's so polite. She was a nice lady. It's true. So now we are back at the house. It is nighttime and spooky music is playing again. All the spooky music reminds me of the music in the Hardy Boys. I wonder if it's the same composer. Oh, maybe. Outside, there are lights that look like eyes and inside the TV is playing. And Gary, so the TV is playing. So once again, the house is seeing what's happening in Gary's life. Thank you. The house is empty. The TV is playing and it's showing Gary talking to his manager in the hospital room. 
and then offering Sheila a job. So let's listen to what they have to say. Let's listen to what the house hears. Here we go. Here we go. To get away by myself, to do some writing. I haven't written a song in over a year. Well, what if you have a relapse? I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. You don't like what? Arthur here thinks I need a keeper when I leave this place. They probably do. Oh, you see what I get after I've been on my best behavior? You want the job? What? To be my private nurse for a couple of weeks. Gary, you just can't ask her to... Why not? She's a nurse. She gives massages. You've got vacation time coming, don't you? Oh, yeah. Well, this will be it. Look, I won't work you too hard, and I'll overpay you like crazy. You're serious? Yes. Use the money. It's a deal. I don't care That's so great. That makes me feel happy. Oh yeah. I love a good musical. I gotta see one. We have to see one. What should we see? Should oh, I don't know. Something. We need to see something. Well, I know you want to see Dear Evan Hansen. I do. You know what I really want to see? I really want to see Rent. I've seen it. I know. I've seen it too, mm. but I want to see it again. Okay. And I, it was on tour. It was on tour and was supposed to, I think, come back to Milwaukee right before the shut tour. down. Okay. I think so. All so right. if that comes back, we have to go. I know yes. that this is also like weird, but I I love cats. Will you? Love I know people don't understand cats. I Rent is so good. Cats. Don't you think, Case? Like we really like. I felt we lived that era. Yes. Like, I really felt so much because. Like just struggling to pay the rent and seeing your friends who do really well and you're kind of just struggling yes. in life and yeah. there's and the music is beautiful and, yes. the, and the message is beautiful but, and it's so sad and it's so good. Are we on rent or cats right now? Um, I meant rents, but okay. rent, rents, <laughs> rents, rents, <laughs> rent rents, cats, but cats. Cats? Well, no, you know, I did not like cats. I know a lot of people don't, and I don't think the movie that came out helped. <laughs> well, for sure not. But I am a I am a theater person, I know, and I did I know. I love mm -hmm. you know. I didn't. You know what else I didn't like? Oh, do tell. Haters gonna hate. Sorry, guys. Phantom. No, mm -hmm. I, I like I'm, Phantom. I am in agreement with you. I I think I I don't even know if I've ever really seen it, but I'm the music is. Uh, it's just Meh. I yeah how did I, we get on this I don't know but you know cats the, the thing the, the thing about cats is the story itself is this they're trying to find a cat to go to the heavy side lair which is basically Death. heaven yeah 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 okay yeah. so um <laughs> okay but I do have I want to say one more thing oh, about you can say anything. about musical theater and then that'll be it for a while I don't know for as long as I feel like not talking about it. But I do want to say it's been so awesome because my my little girl yeah is she's got a lead yeah. and footloose. I can't and wait. I, I want to come see it. Yes, for sure. You have to tell me and when it is. I um I hear her practicing in her room at night. And Aww. it was last night. I was just kind of standing outside of her door singing along with her. She didn't Aww. know that. And I was like, let's hear it for the boy. I love footloose. I've Let's never seen. I've never seen the stage version of I, it. Me neither. I'm but, very excited. And I've never seen the remake. Yeah. I don't need to see. No, that. I didn't even know there was a remake there until I ordered one, the movie for Dancing with the Stars Girl. I, I forget oh, her name. Oh, Julianne Howe. No, is that it? but you know what? 
it's gotta be Kevin Bacon or nothing, man. Yep. Even though he couldn't really dance. All Kevin Bacon. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, the pen. Uh, Chris Penn? He, oh, he's passed I think away. it was. Yes, it was Chris I Penn. think you are Sean correct. Penn's brother. Yes. Yeah, plays mm-hmm. the kicky sidekick. Yes. I, I just loved it because yep. it was like the whole feel good. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was a movie for its time. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, speaking of movies thing. for speaking their time. Speaking of movies for their time. Can we, we were, talk about this we one? Kinda, we were kind of young when this one came out. We were. We were just babes. So now the movie cuts to Sheila and a doctor in conversation. All and right. this was a super boring scene. They, yeah. they don't really say it outright, but it appears Sheila has something to hide, Case. Oh, yeah. But we don't we don't know what that is yet. Dun, dun, foreshadowing. Dun. There's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gary and Sheila drive without any destination in mind. Mm-hmm. They come to a city they like, and the real estate agent shows them the house. Yep. When they arrive, the camera's following them like we've been seeing. Exactly. And so what it kind of does is go back and forth between the monitor showing them and then them. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of happening. And then we find out that there's where the monitor is, is actually in the security and control room. And the real estate agent explained that the house is designed not to need any work. And in true horror movie foreshadowing, we learn the glass is unbreakable. Make note of that. Unbreakable. Throughout the whole house. Unbreakable. Okay, so I'm going to put a link. If I remember, I'm going to put a link to this house yes. in the show notes yes. The real to the realtor.com where I found the pictures. Yes. Because you have to see how many mirror, how many windows are in this house. Yes, it's, it's extraordinary. Amazing. But there's a lot of windows and they're all unbreakable. Yeah. So they go into the control room. The monitors go dark. They go back and they're like in the kitchen or whatever. And Gary's like, okay, I'm going to go to the car with the back flap open and yeah. get my checkbook. Yep. Can we, can we talk about the back flap that didn't bother you till I pointed it out? Well, it's just basically, here's the story. They're <laughs> driving like lady? a Bronco or something like that. I don't that, even know what it is. That has, the, so ugly. that has the external spare tire on that sort of rack that swings in and out. Swings in and out. Yep. And so they've got the window of the back. Uh, it's like a hatch window, basically. They have it open. The whole movie. The whole movie. And Every they time show they drive this it. car quite often. Yes. And they're driving it quite often. And it's like, that would be really annoying because it would actually yeah. bounce up and down and make a lot of noise. But for whatever reason, there's nothing sticking out. out the whole movie. It's not like they have a couch in the back or nope. anything. Mm-hmm. It's just open. It's just you open. You couldn't do that in Wisconsin. Although you said it could be a separate cab. We couldn't figure out what we kind of car it is. Out. But it has got the ugliest stripes. It is so it's hideous. Pretty, yeah. It's just dumb too. Yeah. Yeah. So then the next scene, Sheila's sleeping, but she's awakened by a voice that goes, Margaret, Margaret, Margaret. It's frightening. Yes. She goes to look outside and then heads downstairs and then she goes outside. And I know it's supposed to be scary, but it's absolutely gorgeous. She's walking down that entryway and it's super windy. And it just looks, it feels like a warm breeze. I know, which would be it's, heavenly. It is. It My was gorgeous. Thing. If, if I lived in that house and there was a breeze, I'd go stand out there too. For sure. And then all of a sudden, Gary's there and he comes up behind her, startles her, and he's like, why are you out here? And they and then they go back inside. And the first time I saw this movie, I thought that was some kind of weird foreshadowing that he was the evil one. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that. Because there was no like... Nothing evil about the scene except for that no. my horror movie brain went there. Yeah. The next morning, Sheila's arranging a vase full of flowers because 
you know, magical flowers always show up in these damn movies. Exactly. I mean, you know, every morning I do, I, I like to get a vase out and put some flowers. So with it, when Mike gets up in the morning, I like to have the coffee made for him. And the fresh And flowers. I like to be, well, I'm trying to make toast and, and eggs, but I'm also doing the flowers. Okay. And I also like to wear my favorite gunny sacks, dress and yes. heels. Yes. Yeah. And for see, sure the you know, heels. You know what's so funny about that is that Mike will never, ever listen might never hear me say that. So he won't be able to laugh about it. No, he won't. No, because <laughs> just the heels alone. I can laugh about you it. You can laugh because you know, it's a joke. I do. I don't, I don't arrange flowers. I don't make breakfast. I kind of wanting a gunny even... sex dress right now. I know, now, me too. That mm. dress was cute. It was. Yeah. You should get one for Halloween. Well, I'm, this is my Halloween costume. I know. She's got her, her choose life shirt on, which is from, um, Wham. George. Michael. Wake me up before you go, go. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. I had a I had a choose life, and I also had a bright yellow belt. Mm -hmm. So you wear that. I had a white pants, mm -hmm. white tennies, and then my choose life shirt. Yep, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was quite the look in the eighties. It was. I'm very jelly. Yes. So anyway, um, she's re she's doing her flower now. I wouldn't have done it quite the way she did. I do it a little more extravagantly, you know. Yes. I, after I've gone outside to pick the flowers with a basket as yes, well. Yes. I, for sure. I have I have nothing else to do with my day. Mm -hmm. He stops. Um, so Gary's playing the piano, and all of a sudden he stops, and so she goes into the other room to check on him, and he slumped over the piano, complains of a headache. He tells Sheila he ran out of pills, so she offers to go get a refill. And then there's like this weird exchange about the song that I didn't really understand, but right. she's, he's writing a song that he tells her is for her. Yeah. But he just gives it out, man. He's a slut. He is. He's a songwriting slut. He is. Cause he's just giving that song out to whoever's around. Yeah, that's true. I like that. That's a funny joke, right? Yeah. Songwriting slut. Is I like Gary, that. a songwriting slut. Oh man. Oh man. In the security room, Sheila enters to turn down the air conditioning and all six monitors start showing her. So when she looks at the monitor, they shut off. And then as she leaves, there's like six different pictures of her as a kid that show up. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh. And then Margaret. it gets weirder. In town, Sheila's walking and an old woman pushing a shopping cart approaches her and starts calling her Margaret. Dun, dun, dun. Let's take a break and listen. Margaret. 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 No, I'm sorry. You must mean somebody else. Margaret. My name is Sheila. Why are you here? Why? I don't know what you're talking about. You shouldn't have come. No, you shouldn't have come. It just it just has to get fucking cooler out. I know. I I'm, cannot I'm stand tired, the heat. My tired of the heat. Air conditioner is running in October. I know. It's it's kind of frightening, actually. Yeah. It's too it's not and as it's so humid. humid. Oh my gosh. Look at my hair. I am I like think it looks adorable. I, I look love like it. a cotton swab. No, it's so cute. It's I so, love it. It's I so think it looks crazy. Cute. Is it humid today? It's Is it humid. a little humid? I like think it might be I walked humid. outside and my when I when you came and I went outside to greet you, my glasses went whoosh, and I couldn't even see out of them. I know it's crazy. Okay, speaking of crazy, crazy on okay, so now we see through the monitors again and we see Sheila returning and giving Gary his medication. Um 
and the monitor turns off uh, and Sheila goes into her room and she's brushing her hair. We hear childlike music as Sheila slowly. So she's like brushing her hair in the mirror. And then it's like she notices something. So she walks to the window to look outside, but it's not really, we don't really know why. Yeah. And then she just opens this closet door and there on the floor is Raggedy Ann. So she, um, then, then her bedroom door closes, slam. And a man says, Margaret. And then um, Sheila takes the doll to Gary. Okay. So now through the monitor again, now we're seeing um, Sheila show Gary the doll and she suggests that they go out and do something. So she throws the doll on the couch and they leave. And then it should have reanimated, but it didn't. I know. I really thought that I know, we it talked should about sit that. up. You're yep. you the one that said it. And I, I think they're right. It should have. Or, or moved. Yeah. Or just a Just tiny... kind of sat up maybe or moved her eyes or something. Yeah, that would have been creepy. That would have been so creepy. Yeah. All right. So now we've cut, cut to Gary and Sheila riding a tandem bicycle. Which, by the way, wasn't super uncommon back then. I mean, wasn't that no, a thing? No, it was kind of a thing. <laughs> I don't But it's it weird. Like, me. why aren't you uh, in a, your car with the back open yeah. still? Yeah. How did you? Did know. they rent the bike? Did they have the bike? Was I know. It, I mean, was I it thought... in the back of the car that was open? Who knows? It reminded me of there. There's a scene in Muppets Take Manhattan when, yep, Kermy and Miss Piggy are on the bicycle yep. for two. Isn't it mm -hmm. Muppets Take Manhattan? I'm pretty sure that's what I'm it pretty is. Pretty sure. Yep. So, um, so now they're like, <laughs> so Gary and Sheila are kind of like in the downtown. Gary suggests they get some food. Sheila suggests she cannot cook. But Gary says he can. And um, then they pedal off and they show the old woman watching as they go away. So now we're back at the house. It's night and Sheila makes fun of Gary's cooking. Gary pours them some brandy and asks about her. She says there's not much to tell. She says she's from outside San Diego. Her dad was a doctor and both parents are dead. Gary said his mom is still alive and that she's disappointed he's a rock star. Um, she says he turned out just fine. He did. He did. He did. He says he was think thinking the same thing about her and he kisses her. The big smooch. Yep. She tells him, no, it's too soon. And alarms start going off in the oh, house wee, wee, and wee, the lights wee. flash. Kind of like, like, was that when Pee Wee Herman got somebody at the door? <laughs> like where the doors are. Oh yeah. Like, it, that's what it was like. Like, yeah. yeah. Or, or. Um, Blue's Clues. We just got a Yes, letter. exactly. <laughs> and then it comes. Yep. So the monitors. No, it wasn't anything like that at all. They show the monitor again. It starts scrambling. All right. And then that's that. So cut <laughs> to the next morning. <laughs> Gary is reading the paper as Sheila pours the coffee. Um, he wants to talk about the previous night. She says no. So he drops it. Yeah. And there's Typical. a there's a sound, and Gary goes outside, and it I turns feel like out, I'm going to get I could get a lot of flack for what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to talk about. It. She Listen, says no. He I was just going to doesn't really want to talk about it. <laughs> I apologize just, if that sounded. I'm letting that slide. Okay. So Where's Gary that? goes outside, and there's a man working on solar panels, and um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. He says that the wiring is complicated. So apparently 
they've called this guy because of what happened the night before with all of the woo, 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 woo. Yeah. And that's what he was trying to Because they haven't figured out yet that the house was angry at Gary for right. smooching on Sheila. Yep. So the worker man leaves because he said everything's fine. It won't happen again. And Tanya arrives. Yay. Yay. I like Tanya. Yep. Um, Gary greets well, no, her happily. Kind of a bitch, but I, I like her confidence. She is confident like a rock star right. for sure. Um, so Gary greets her happily. Um, and Tanya tells Sheila to big, bring her bags in from the car. Um, then Tanya refers to Sheila as the help. Um, so she's clearly trying to tell Sheila where Tanya belongs in that group. Yes. And Sheila is not a part of her little yeah. thing. So um, Tanya's taking a shower and the mirror shatters in her bedroom. Just another little bit of the house oh, having sure. a little tantrum. Yep. So Sheila then asks Gary if he's up for visitors and Gary says yes. So now Sheila goes into town. She runs into the old woman who again calls her Margaret. Sheila tells her to stop calling her that. The old woman tells her that she mustn't stay. I think she said mustn't. Yes. Because I wouldn't have written that. What otherwise. about dasn't? Dasn't stay. You das what is that from 1872? Uh, well, uh, Wendy's mom says that still. I've never heard that. It's kind of maybe it's an old farmer thing. I don't know. I don't know. No. Kind of like it. No. Dasn't stay and walks off. So now Sheila. She hightails it to the library. I like that. Yeah. I love a good library. Well, you know Gary's that. got Tanya back at the house. So it's waka, not like Sheila's waka, been invited waka, to that waka. party. Yeah. I would probably stay away from that. That seems like it'd be awfully loud. Yes. And awfully, <laughs> I don't want to know what's yeah, going on. Yeah. You don't want to wait. I don't want to know there's something going on. <laughs> All right. The librarian notices the address that Sheila gives her um, for checking out a book. And the librarian says that she was out there once. Then she tells, the librarian tells Sheila that there was trouble there. There was trouble in that house there, see? I hear some trouble, see? And some we people need, died, we see? Need, we, where the hell's Tom Mason and his detective? Know. Come on, see? You can tell us what really happened, see? Yep. But uh, she uh, does not know any of the details. How, Don't you know, ask me. You and I both know we're both from small towns. We're different different small towns, but you and I both know from small towns yep. that if something like that happens, everybody knows everything. Everybody knows everything. And even if it's not what really happened, you still know something because you just yes. hear the rumors. Nobody, nobody knows nothing. Nobody no, knows nothing. never happens yeah. like that. Absolutely no. not. So, but she doesn't know any of the details. So yeah, do not come asking yeah. her. Then the librarian tells Sheila that um, if she learns anything more about the house, she'll call Sheila because now she's going to go do some ready reference research. I'm right. Guessing. All right. So couldn't they? Couldn't they have? So she was like, "Oh, at the at the clerk of records or whatever." Couldn't they have just got the microfiche machine out? Well, probably a lot of stuff could have happened, I but think it we never need, did. You know what? We should get a microfiche machine and put one right there. Oh my god, that would be so. Fun that would be so fun to spin through the stories. I feel like they would be so expensive, but that would be so fun. I feel like they've been discarded in dumpsters. There's a there's a episode on the middle. Uh huh where brick gets a microfiche machine and it's like in their living room okay that's phenomenal we need one of those yes yes I'm, right. gonna, I'm gonna work on that tonight. okay you get on that sister yeah I'm all gonna right get on that so the librarian tells sheila um that because sheila's like by the way who is this old lady and the librarian's like oh we call her the rag lady and she's not all there all right so 
cut to Gary playing the piano and singing, you played me, played me like a song. And there's Tanya popping pills and drinking champagne. She's really good at both of those mm-hmm. things. And she's dressed to the nines. Yeah, like she's I going mean, to, she's looking She hot. looks like she's going to go to Studio 54. Yeah, I know. She's going to go do some disco inferno. Yeah. Burn, she's got her like. Baby, burn. Disco inferno. I bet she spent some time. Burn, and she has that like super hair, long blonde. Yeah. With sort of like a almost kind of feather, but doesn't mm-hmm. feather because it's too long. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. yep. So we've got Sheila in bed crying as the monitor is watching That's her. because someone else is taking away her new boyfriend. Exactly. lifting drinks <laughs> <laughs> and dogs barking and oh, the coughing yeah. oh, and so yeah. we're back we're back okay so um if i haven't said it before sheila is in bed crying as the monitor is watching her oh because gary is with another woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the next morning gary's drinking coffee while sheila's doing the dishes because you know misogyny right uh, the monitor <laughs> is showing tanya's shower the water turns red and Tanya screams, trying to turn off the water. She can't get out of the shower. She can't get the water off. She falls to the ground. Cut to Sheila and Gary sitting outside on a table talking about how Tanya's oh, gone. Yeah, we don't know how she even got out of nope. the shower. Let's take a break and so, listen. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to what they have to say. Too many pills. I should have gone after her to make sure she was all right. Wouldn't have done any good. You wouldn't have caught her. She was hysterical. And you know something? Tanya didn't strike me as the kind of person that got that way. She really isn't. That's what bothers me the most. Well, I'll give her a call tonight make sure she's okay. What was all that stuff about the shower filling up with blood? I don't know. Too many pills. She seemed fine last night. Bet she did. I don't want to disappoint you, but nothing went on. It's none of my business, really. Look, Tanya and I had a good thing going for a while. When I would get really down, she was always able to make me laugh. I'm glad to have her as a friend. But that's as far as it goes. The rest is over. song yeah that song is stuck up in my head now case mm-hmm. i know it's been stuck in my head since uh, i also can't figure out Thursday. how we've done so many fucking centerfold movies and you haven't sang jay giles like runs cold my memory has just been sold angel is a centerfold angel is a centerfold i love that i love that song I even know. though it was probably wholly inappropriate for uh-huh. us to listen to yep but and sing we sing didn't know we like right 13. yep yeah we exactly. didn't know yeah mm-hmm. ragdoll living in a movie <laughs> So the rag, speaking of rag dolls, yes, the rag lady, she's pushing her shopping cart full of cans to her house, Okay, which is old and in disrepair. Of course it is. Clearly. She goes inside. It's it's clear she's a hoarder. Mm-hmm. She picks up her cat and asks why Margaret came back because she thought it was over. 
She's worried it's going to happen all over again because the evil is still there. And the kitty says something like, I can't tell you because I'm a cat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if it had the buttons. It had the buttons. Now I'm obsessed with that dog that pushes the buttons. That's right. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. That's how the dog talks to you. Yes. I think. But I, then I feel like I might be sad if my dog said something sad to me. Yep. You mm -hmm. know, like, I don't know. Mom, don't no, no treats. Half hour. Yeah. Mom, why you go store? Yeah. Mom, why you leave? Yep. Yeah. I, I, I would feel bad. Yeah. Back at Gary's house, they're having a fire. Wait, did I miss something? No. No. Yeah. Back at Gary's house, <laughs> they're having a fire. I was thinking of Tanya for a second, but oh, Sheila no. and Gary are nope. having a Tanya's fire. Tanya's gone. We don't know. We, we kind of know why. Yeah. But she's gone. The end. Don't ask about Tanya anymore. No, but Gary... He just seems to go with whoever's in the room. Yep, he's pretty good at that. I wish I were the one in the room. I know. I know. Mm. So Sheila tells Gary she can't remember the first seven years of her life, and she says she was found wandering on a road. They couldn't find her parents, so they just said, okay, we're going to put her in a foster home. Yeah. Apparently stopped looking for her parents. Yeah. And she said she was a loner, and she felt like she was walking around in a dream a lot of the time. You know... <laughs> I mean, I can relate. Uh, right. I feel the same damn way. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't found wandering in a road. Trust no, me. No. Maybe, maybe after a night out, sometime, but probably not. Yeah. They make out, and then we see it on the monitor. Oh, so dear. the house is watching. The house is watching. Next case. Next. They're they're in bed together. Oh, scandal. It's the premarital sex. Scene. Oh my god. It's it's dirty. It's dirty. And the, but then the phone rings. So yes, doesn't work anymore. And. The librarian is calling. Oh, dear. What is she doing? She's offering to drop off what she found out about the house. It's kind of in the middle of the night, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it's the nighttime. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then the monitor goes on, so the house is listening. But this is what I would do. No, just tell me. Tell me yeah. what you found. Yeah. Tell me what you found. Because yep. we never know what she finds. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you know why, Case? Um, because. Because she arrives. Yep. And we see through the monitor. Yep. That. That she well she buzzes the librarian in yep. and then the gate closes in on the car yeah squeezing it yep so as she's screaming yep Gary and Sheila run out to help her yep and they're screaming and screaming and you're like why aren't you leaving the car yeah she really could have yep she could have climbed out the window yeah which was for quite some time fully open by yeah. the way mm -hmm. fully open yeah and if nothing else she could have probably I mean back then those those car windows she probably could have broke it oh yeah if she had any any kind of tool yeah broken it yep so anyway bye bye librarian the car starts on fire and burns and Sheila's crying oh yeah police mm -hmm. are asking why the librarian came this is huh this is this is the this is the funniest scene because he's like oh we need Tom Mason here yes what are you doing here having a party see you got <laughs> drugs all over the house see <laughs> I want to search this house. See? Oh my God! The I drugs. think I think he wanted the drugs. I he think wanted the cop the just drugs. wanted to take. He him wanted home. the grass. Yeah. He wanted well, yes. Mm -hmm. See, they don't know that Gary is straight. He's straight. Yeah. Straight as an arrow. Well, we don't know. Maybe yeah. Tanya left some pills behind. Maybe who well, knows? We don't know. She, she was quick to leave. She was quick to she leave. She was quick to leave. And then Gary's manager Arthur arrives. Aww. Colonel Tom. Yep. I don't even know what Elvis is. I know you're talking about Matlock, but I don't know what Elvis is. 
when you say Colonel manager. Tom, that's what I I think Elvis I think manager, it was Colonel Tam, Tom. Tam. Colonel Tam. Why do every Tom. time we record, you need me to look something up? I don't know because everything just all of it relates. You can I can. I'm spend, not looking that one up right now. Do you know how much time I could spend on IMDb? Do you know yeah. how much time I do spend on IMDb? Yeah, I have an idea. I just know, and some of it, some of it, I just know. I know the. I know stuff that makes no sense to anybody that mm-hmm. nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. Literally nobody but me. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, know. it's kind of sad. Maybe it's not sad, but I knew, I remember that she played Callie from the Hardy Boys. Yep. <laughs> from See? watching the Hardy Boys. Yeah, it is Colonel Tom Parker. Thank you, so Colonel you Tom Parker. All right. All right. But we should call him Manager Matlock. Yes. Sheila goes to the rag lady's house and she's not home. So Sheila leaves a note asking to speak with her. Yeah. Then Gary asks Sheila if she'll go on a European tour with him. Okay. The monitor turns on again, and Arthur states that he will get Sheila a leave of absence from the hospital. So that's kind of the whole conversation. Arthur comes over to ask Gary if he wants to go on this European tour, and then they want to take Sheila because she's a nurse, and he still needs the nurse, and Mm -hmm. then... And then um, Colonel Matlock is like, well, I'm <laughs> manager Matlock is like, I'm going to get you out of work. I'm not sure how that was going to work, but that's mm-hmm. what they've decided. He knows people. Right. He knows people. Also, why don't you just have her quit her job and pay her what more than what she's making at the hospital? Just, yeah. just saying. I'm just you saying. Know. Yep. So that evening, Gary asked her again to go on tour. This is after uh, manager Matlock leaves. And she tells him she loves the house and feels at home there. But then that's so romantic. Gary proposes. Oh boy. Let's take a break, Case, and this is listen to what she says. This is fantastic. It's fabulous. It can only get better from here, right? Right. Right. What if we were to make the trip a honeymoon? I know, you want time to think about it, right? Oh, no. I'm not going to give you a chance to change your mind. So, before I let Casey continue, I just wanted to mention that sometimes in these sound bites, the sound quality is not great. And this might be one of them, but the movies are so aged. Yes. And they weren't made to be repeatedly made into dvds and vhs tapes and on youtube and we're not sure where some of the movies are actually sourced from yep Mm -hmm. we we pay them we pay through legitimate sources yeah (laughs) but the sound quality because the quality isn't great after it's been they make them for tv yeah and so this is one example and the sound you can still hear it it's just not super great all the time so anyway i just wanted to explain that in case you're like why can't you get a decent soundbite? I try. Yep, we try. Yep. All right. So back to our story. We've got Gary calling Arthur and telling him that um, Gary will be going on tour and that he is getting married to Yay! Sheila. Throw the rice, throw the rice, throw yep. the rice. As Arthur pours himself a drink, the mirror that he's gotten for as a gift from Gary um, from the house it's um it starts moving and then it shatters and a large piece of glass flies through the air into Ooh. Arthur's chest. Ooh. 
and kills him. So, all right, cut to funeral. Very good, Beth. Very good. Thank you very much. Gary is a pallbearer at the funeral. As they're leaving the, as they're leaving, as so as Gary and Sheila are leaving, Gary says that he doesn't understand what's going on. Sheila says the deaths were accidents. Gary feels like someone is targeting them and he suggests it has something to do with the previous owners of the house. He's so smart. So Gary, smart. you're so smart. So Gary. And you have good hair. Uh-huh. Gary and Sheila go directly to the county recorder's office from the funeral to try to find out more about the house. And they find out that there were true previous owners and then they unroll these original plans for the house. And it says designed expressly for Gary Strayhorn and Margaret underneath where it says. It's so bizarre. So bizarre. So bizarre. All right. So now we've got cut to the rag lady in her house. She's reading the note that Sheila left her. All right. Now back to Gary and Sheila. Gary asks, um, why Sheila didn't tell him about hearing the voice. Uh, Sheila says that Gary's the patient. Um, he asks what the, how the voice sounded. And, um, Sheila said, it sounds like a recorded message. So now they start fighting and Gary gets a headache. So Sheila has to rush to get his pills and the monitor is watching them. Cause remember first and foremost, she is his nurse. All right. So now we cut to Gary is sleeping on the couch. Sheila is reading a book and she hears something. So she goes to look around. She walks around the house. She walks into the pool room, which is amazing. It's so beautiful. It's just phenomenal. Yep. And creepy rag lady is at the, like one of the sliding glass doors of the pool room. Like not even like the main door of the house. Can you imagine how frightening it would be oh. at night? Yeah. Because to, like all see you that see face? is her face That's and her sounded, glasses. That would scare the crap. Also, how did she... Never mind. Nope. Don't know. Nope, we're not doing we it. We watched Sheila. I made it almost to the end of this movie without yeah. questioning don't, it. Don't, don't. Um, so now through the monitor, we watch as Sheila invites the rag lady in. Um, Sheila asks who Margaret is. And um, the rag lady says that you, Sheila, are Margaret. Sheila denies it. Rag lady said that she is Kristen Margaret Allen and says she was her nurse for the first seven years of her life. She that tells, is indicative of how rich yes. Sheila was. Yes. That she had a nurse yep. for the first seven years of her life. Yep. <laughs> so she tells Sheila how beautiful she was and that the house could not hold all of the love she gave it. Excuse me. I got, I just threw up in my throat a little bit. Yep. Ugh, mm -hmm. Super gross. We, now we cut to the thermometer on the temperature of the water <laughs> and it just starts to boil. It goes, it goes like from, you know, like 70 or whatever up to 210 and then it literally blows. Yeah. All right. So now we've got the rag lady and Sheila are still talking to one another next to the, um, in the pool room, not even like next to it or on the edge yet. Um, and the rag lady tells Sheila that her father was an architect. He was ahead of his time and he built the house for Sheila and her mother. Rag lady explains that the father was offered a job overseas and the family decided to sell the house. However, the house became angry um, that Sheila was being taken away. So the house killed Sheila's parents and Sheila disappeared. So <laughs> now the rag lady is just standing there 
and suddenly she is thrown into the pool by an unknown entity and dies in the boiling water. The boiling water that it also is, I, I pointed this out when we watched it, there's no steam coming from it. No, not mm-hmm. at all. Uh-uh. It's like bubbling cold water. Yep. Clearly. Like there's fog on top of it, but I'm sh- confident that's it's, from dry ice. It's not very, it's not very effective. Yep. All right. So now, so rag lady boils to death in the pool and Sheila faints next to the pool because, um, she, you know, cause it was horrifying. Yes. So, um, Sheila comes to, she sees the rag lady floating in the pool. She runs to find Gary who's still passed, passed out on out. the couch because of the medication for his headache. Sheila wakes him and tells him, Gary, we must go. She's like whispering to him yeah. so that the house won't catch them or something. I don't know. <laughs> the house hears everything, Sheila. Yeah. So yeah, she's like, Gary, 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 oh, Gary come on. Me. But we should leave. It's, we should just, we should, we should go. go. Yeah. Instead of like, holy shit, Gary, the pool boiled the rag lady. <laughs> like, I would, I would have a little more urgency behind I would that. too. Yep. Yeah. All right. So now, of course, the door won't open. Of course not. So they go to a different door. What happens there? It closes and locks. Oh. Gary tries the phone. Does it work? Nope. Oh. That's dead. Oh. And then. Oh no! What happens next? The lights turn they off. They do. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And then the air conditioner blasts, and all of a sudden, it's like it. There's like a tornadic wind in this house, and it's getting really. I want to do that. Right now in this house, uh-huh. I have the air conditioning on and it's still not it's cold enough. It's just not comfortable. No. Yeah. See now if an air conditioner turned on in a house and was blowing ton, t- like wind that's like a tundra, yeah. I'd be happy. Yeah. Well, I can I'd see I'd be fine why. with that. I'd I sleep understand. really well too. Sheila's cold. That's, Sheila's, that's her but problem. Sheila weighs five she, pounds. And she says to Gary, I'm cold. I think her waist is didn't. probably 25 inches at uh, most. At the most. All right, so Gary tries to smash a window. God damn it. What happened? Stupid, stupid shatterproof Gary, windows. didn't you listen earlier when yep. the real estate agent told you that their windows were unbreakable? Gary. He told you to pay thought attention. thought you were smart, Gary. Yep. Gary. All right, so now they get locked in this bedroom. Uh-oh. And they try they to cover just themselves with a blanket. They should have just made Whoopi. Yeah, they, right? Yeah, I mean, they're they had trying. nothing else, literally what nothing else, else to do. <laughs> Nobody cares about rag lady. Nobody in the pool. cares about rag lady. All right. So Sheila tells Gary that the house is alive and um, that it kills her. It's alive. She tells him the house will never let her go and it's going to kill her before it allows her to go. So the lights come back on and then the heat Eats. is coming on. And Not all of a sudden, she's hot. from freezing to hot. So Gary. Gets the door off the hinges. And they escape as the ceiling fan, uh, or the ceiling, not fan, the ceiling falls around them. So now they're in like this kind of utility room, right? And um, Gary finds rags and matches. He lights them on fire because he's lighting the house on fire. He goes over to the sink and um, he takes a blanket that happens to be in the dryer, thank goodness, in the clothes dryer, douses it in water in the sink. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess that Gary didn't put that in the dryer. <laughs> I'm guessing he had I nothing mean, to do Sheila with Sheila was washing mm-hmm. the blanket. Mm-hmm. Just, just based on mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So, just based on the '70s themselves. Exactly. <laughs> so Gary and Sheila are in separate rooms at this point in yes. time. He's doing whatever he needs to do in the supply room because he's got a plan. Out in the other she room. is freaking out in the other room. 
and she sees the wall moving, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's so the um special effects in this movie are to be desired. Yes, yes. So um so it's a fieldstone wall, and you see it moving like it's rubber and it explodes. So now Gary finds Sheila on the floor crying because not the time to cry, woman. Get your yes. ass up. He this says, is a horror movie. See, now, what? I don't get it. This is a horror movie. Isn't this where the women are like, at the end, are supposed to be like, I'm going to get you. Right? No. Fight back? No. no. Not Sheila. No, she is not a badass bitch. No, she's not. All right. So, she's Gary. No, she's no Lori. Is it Lori? No, I can't remember from Halloween. True? True? Oh. Why do you do that, Beth? I know. I don't know why, why I do that. I don't know why I do you that. You just say Lori from Halloween. Lori from Halloween. She's a there badass. She's, she's a still badass a badass. Bitch. Okay, so. Gary says that he is burning the door down and it is going to be the only way out. So they wet their hair in the sink, wrap themselves in the soaking wet blanket, jump through the door and they're outside. Yeah. It was way too easy. It was way too easy. But and we only have a couple minutes of the movie left. So they had to do something. They had to do something. They were like, we got to wrap this up. Yeah. Guys. We got to get, we only have 136. Let's go. We yep. got six minutes left. Okay. So the house burns as Sheila and Gary run to the gate, which of course closes on them. I, I will say this was funny because the house burning, quote unquote, you could actually see like, almost see like the barrels of yes. the burns. Cause there's like three separate actual fires you can see yep. and it doesn't move. None it of doesn't it is like the, the rest of the house. It's nope. just barrels they put on fire in front of the house. It's cute. It's hilarious. It is very funny. It is. Um, so as the house burns, Sheila and Gary are um, at the gate. Sheila is screaming at the house because that'll be effective. And suddenly yes. an electrical cable swoops out and wraps himself around <laughs> Gary and throws him to the ground, <sighs> throws him against, like bashes him against the fence. The, the Like the, cause it was like a, that fence was like a um, rock wall. You right? should explain how, how this is actually working. Right. Cause yeah. he's actually like, he's holding, holding it, it <laughs> literally holding it around because himself. they couldn't figure out how to duct tape it on him. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. It's so funny. Yeah. So, um, so now Sheila and her screaming at the house, she tells the house she cannot stay and she needs to be with Gary. She tells the house that if it loves her, it will let her go. Then suddenly the, the, you the actually, cable yeah. like unwraps. You can't see our eyes rolling, but they are. Yes. The cable unwraps and lets Gary go. And then Gary and... Actually, I think Gary let it go. <laughs> right? He like unrolled it's as true. it rolled up. It's They're true. like, Gary. They're like, Parker, roll. Yeah. Roll. Slower. Slower. Okay, we got it. We got you can almost see the guy behind him with the hose roll. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Gary and Sheila hug in front of the burning house as the monitor watches the end. End. Oh Manicus. <laughs> Our next movie is called Satan's School for Girls. Whoa. From Ooh. 1973. I have not seen this. Can't wait. We were probably way too young. However, I'm actually looking forward to it because I've heard a lot about it. Yeah. And who's in it, Beth? It is starring Cheryl Ladd and Kate Jackson. And who were they, Case? Why, Beth, they were the original Charlie's oh, Angels. Dun, I, yeah, I, I wish love I could. It. I can't, I'm trying to think of the song. Um, there I were gunshots in yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yep. my gosh. I just love that show so much. Mm -hmm. I loved all the shows. See, the 70s had some super badass girls in it. Uh, it's true. That one, that one, and I think my one of my favorite shows from the 70s was Wonder Woman. 
Oh, yeah. Linda Carter. You're a wonder, wonder woman. I loved her. All the world is waiting for you and the powers you possess. Oh, my God. I just learned something amazing about Wonder Woman. I need to know this now. Okay. So, apparently, the two people who were part of the original team that wrote Wonder Woman for DC Comics were also a part of the team that developed the lie detector. What? Yes, which is why Wonder Woman has that truth-telling lasso. <gasps> yep. All right. So. I love it. Do you have a favorite TV movie from the 70s, 80s, or 90s you'd like us to review? Let us know. We are back on Twitter. Yeah. And I've been using it. All right. Find us at TV Movie Club Pod One. Find us on Facebook at Made for TV Movie Club Podcast. We are on Instagram at Instagram at Made underscore four underscore TV underscore movie underscore club. I'm I think if you want to reach out to us, Instagram is the best place because that's where I spend seem to spend the most time. All and right. we have a lot of a lot of um a lot of people come on there and talk okay. and stuff so it's all a right. lot of fun come check us out all right and say hi give us an idea yeah or you can give the hashtag mftvmc podcast a goog and you'll find us you'll find us there you can listen to us on all your favorite podcast channels including anchor apple Podcasts, and google Podcasts. and we are now on amazon music whoop, whoop. feel free to give us a five-star review on apple podcasts or facebook and tell your friends about us until next time, we will see you right here in the clubhouse. The Made for TV Movie Club podcast is brought to you by MFTVM Productions, LLC.